0: Welcome to The Rookie Physio, the podcast for physio students and early career physios who want to accelerate their journey to becoming a highly effective physiotherapist. I'm Nathan Mobbs, the physiotherapist and owner of Personal Best Physiotherapy in Wodonga, Victoria, and this podcast is a collaboration between me and Rachel Stevens. Together we are going to unpack what life is really like after uni and help you transition to private practice with lots of practical tips tools and strategies. Welcome listeners to another episode of the Rookie Physio podcast. It's been a while since our last episode and that is entirely my fault. This year I've had to spend more time in my practice helping my team negotiate the rules and restrictions relating to COVID so that we can continue to see patients and fulfill our mission, which is to help our patients move, feel, and live better. But just like a fitness program that has gone by the wayside, I need to get back into it. And so this episode marks the beginning of a commitment by me to bring you new episodes at least once a month. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Garima Bharti, who is the owner of Get Better Physiotherapy and Pilates Centre in Brisbane. Karima is very passionate about non-clinical mentoring and practices this as part of her mentoring program for new physios at her practice. She has recently acquired the title of Associate Lecturer at University of Queensland, UQ, after years of hosting final year students and preparing them for private practice. Our goal with this podcast today is to jolt your brain out of the rigmarole of the subjective, objective, treatment and planning and to encourage you to think about and understand the non-clinical aspects of caring for your patients. Garima believes this can take you from being just a good physio to a great one. So you're in for a fantastic episode today. Garima, are you on the line?
1: Yes, I am. Hello.
0: Hi, uh, great, great, great to have you today. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Before we get into today's podcast, uh, I'd Like uh, you to tell our listeners a little bit about your journey as a physiotherapist. uh, Where did you study? And perhaps where you started out and how you came to be the owner of Get Better Physiotherapy.
1: Wow, this question takes me back to 2006, Nathan, when I first came to Australia from India. And I came here to be an Aussie physio. And um, it was quite a challenging experience, actually, both uh, mentally as well as financially. It took me about a year and a half to complete all my examinations. And finally, I started working in 2008. After about four years of working, I decided to open up my own clinic in 2012. I was still working part time for someone else um, for the first year anyway. But this was mainly because... I knew that I had more to offer and customer service was very important to me and I felt like it wasn't being provided at the clinics where I worked on, at least at the same level as I wanted to provide it. And in fact, my quest um, to be a good leader, um, in fact, led me into this non-clinical aspects of mentoring as well. Because um, obviously, I, I, I wanted a team, and I wanted to improve my relationship with the team to be a better leader. Um, so I started researching. I, you know, read books from authors such as Simon Sinek and Brené Brown, who are really considered, um, you know, the stalwarts in um, the leadership industry, and I used their strategies to improve my relationship with my team. I also undertook a coaching um, certificate uh, program. So it's a, it's a certificate course, basically. And during that as well, I applied a lot of these techniques to my patients. And I thought, hmm, okay, well, let me guide my physios to do the same. And, you know, we, we sort of brainstormed different ideas as to how we could talk to the patients in a different way and um, get the same information out from patients in a different way and to tell you the truth this was you know very eye opening very refreshing from what we learned in our uni days about interacting with patients and this really made me believe that there's just there's more to a great consult than just clinical aspects there's more to it than just diagnosing and treating the diagnosis and this uh, in fact led me to do you know read more about what are the other aspects that are involved in just a one-on-one um, scenario whether it's treating a patient whether it's coaching someone and yeah this is um, this was the start of my um, exploring the non-clinical aspects of teaching and as well as treating patients.
0: So uh, today, Karima, we're going to start discussing four non-clinical factors that can influence patient outcomes. Mm -hmm. When you first reached out to me uh, about this topic, I thought, whoa, this sounds pretty heavy and (laughs) I'd like to see if we can help our listeners get some insight into these mm-hmm. factors and how they might influence the results they are getting with their patients. Yeah. So let's start with the notion that your personal and professional life are completely separate from one another. Karima, what are you getting at here?
1: Yeah. So I I feel that a lot of new physios value their personal lives quite a bit. They're almost afraid to give their professional life all um, of you know all of their hard work and all of their um, thinking because they feel that if they connect with the patient on an emotional level, they might not be able to relax when they get back home. So they almost put on a different persona in front of the patient. It could also even just be you know they they think of themselves as you know I'm a physiotherapist. I've done four and a half years of work. Um, And I am the best person to guide this patient. So it's almost a different persona. It's it's not as if you're treating a friend, okay? So um, they they present very differently. They will ask questions in a manner which is very clinical to the patient. um, And the patient may not connect with you there. So my question to your listeners would be, have you ever been to a specialist? You know, have you ever been to an ortho or just a medical specialist? I mean, you're lucky if you get 10 minutes in there with them. And what has happened? You've gone in and I'll just tell you a bit of my experience, actually. I went with my husband to a specialist and it was, you know, it could have been a serious issue. And I had a question about whether stress affected this or not. And the specialist didn't even look at me. He gave me one look and the look on his face was just, you know, he's like, no. And then he went back talking to my husband. Now, do you really think I will go back to that specialist? (laughs) No. (laughs) He did not treat me as if he was treating a friend. He didn't try to understand what it is exactly that I was looking for. He presented himself, uh, you know, as a specialist, of course, you know, he's gone to uni for 10 years, and he presented himself as that. But his ego came in the way of me connecting with him. And that also came in the way of me not going back to him and seeking a second opinion. So what I'm trying to say is the way you present will actually reflect in your patient retention and whether that patient actually believes in what you have to offer or not.
0: Prima, I'm just thinking back to my personal experience as a younger physio, which is a long time ago now. Um, that- do you think this idea that you're talking about is a is something that is left over from our formal education do you think that's why this happens
1: absolutely absolutely you put on so much work and effort in those four years of uni Um, but what we don't get to learn or what they don't teach is is the connection well how do you actually build a relationship you are you know, yes, you can diagnose a condition, but you are not treating a condition. You are treating people. You are treating patients who come to you and they put their trust in you, okay? I mean, some of the patients will not, you know, they'll come in and they'll say, oh, look, you know, I'm not sure if I need to get a scan. Um, I'm not sure what to do with this. This is their way of telling you that, look, I've put my trust in you. Um, you're the first person I'm seeing for this I don't believe that a scan would work so I really need that assurance from you now if you were you know um, I suppose what normal new grads you know or newer physios would do is just refer the patient to get a scan (laughs) but what I'm trying to um, say is the new physios have to understand that this is the patient's way of telling you they need help and you need to go in a bit deeper you need to do what you can in that session to make that patient feel better, however it is. And then you can always, if you think, yes, they need a scan to corroborate your um, your finding, great, fine. But don't just hand them over to someone else. You've still got to take responsibility in that first session to understand what the patient is in there for and not just diagnose the condition and treat the condition, but actually treat the patient.
0: How do we encourage our younger physios or early career physios to sort of relax into their own um, consulting process and and, and find what works for them?
1: Yeah. So it does take, it's not easy. It does take time and effort um, and it does take practice. Practice makes perfect, right? So... First of all, I think the simplest strategy to follow is to actually treat that patient as if you're treating a friend. Don't be so formal. I know you've been to uni for four years. The patient already knows you. I mean, the the patient already holds you in high regard. You don't have anything more to prove that to the patient. So if you just, you know, take off that armor, so to speak, take off that you know, the wall that you have between you and the patient and treat them as you would treat a friend. How would you talk to a friend? Would you just go into, you know, straight into clinical questioning or would you actually ease them into it? Would you actually tell your friend um, what you're going to do in the session or you're just going to start off, you know, clinical, okay, AMP and pattern and um, sleep is affected or not? Do you know what I mean? So it, it needs to be a conversation. You're building a relationship, right? It's a first date, if you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to understand the patient. You're trying to understand why they have had these issues. Like very rarely patients will come to you um, as as soon as they've injured themselves, right? So true of uh, women, you know, um, who are in their 40s, for example, who've had kids, they'll just they'll wait for years, weeks, you know, before they actually come to you. So there's a big history. They need to find that connection before you just tell them, okay, well, it's a disc-related issue. This is what you need to do. Mackenzie's exercises and you know what I mean. So it's all about relationship building in that initial session.
0: I think that's a really good point. And for our listeners, perhaps something to either remember or write down, a really useful tip is to, yeah, treat your patients like they're a friend. Okay, so uh, we just spoke about um, the idea that your personal and professional life um, are not completely separate and we don't have to maintain a, um, a persona or a facade that is sort of unnatural for us. Uh, I think that's a really good point. So a second, uh, a second factor that you've identified, uh, which I'm really interested to hear about, is about the relationship of a physio with their boss. Um, in particular, being open and honest with your boss about their feelings. Now, Gareem, I must say this, I'm sure this is going to raise some eyebrows amongst our listeners. Most Mm -hmm. physios are more interested in physical tests, measuring progress and exercise prescription, rather than talking about their feelings with their boss. So Mm -hmm. how does this concept relate to better patient care?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So This doesn't actually mean pouring your heart out, Nathan, as a a lot of people might think, okay? I mean, if, if, you know, someone wants to, I'm here to listen, but it's really about being open and honest about your goals as a a person, not just as a physio. So do you want to be mm, just a good physio or do you want to be a great one? Is it, you know, what exactly are you seeking from this job? Why did you become a physio? So, you know, I mean... When we interview people, I'm, I'm sure as business owners, we know some of the cliched answers to the question. So it's not about being a cliche, it's just about being honest with what exactly are you seeking from this job? Do you want your patients just to like you or just tolerate you or do you want your patients to love you? Okay. When you're honest about the answers to these questions, it will show up in the way you treat your patients, okay? It will actually show up in the way your boss will mentor you because mentoring, as actually you had said, Nathan, it's not just about teaching. It's about honing your clinical skills, but also it's about preparing you to be a great physio, right? It's, it's just about, you know, um, almost, what can you say, just shaping you into a great physio. And it can't just be clinical. I'd like to give you an example here of when I was working for someone else. Um, this, is the, this was the longest job I've ever had, right? Like three years, three, almost, probably three and a half years I worked for this person. And he, he was really a great boss. He was very friendly and you know um, really approachable but I just didn't learn right I did not I felt stuck I felt um, like I didn't grow in that practice and partly I do think now the reason would also be I needed to take more responsibility I needed to make sure that I was getting everything that I wished for from that job, mostly in terms of, you know, growth, mostly in terms of what exactly was I looking for? Was I looking for more PD? Was I looking for weekly meetings? Was I looking for, you know, a monthly check-in? Did I want to know more about the business? Um, I feel like I just slipped into the the day-to-day monotony of things. Um, I, you know, was seeing similar cases. So, you know, I, I feel like if I had more discussions with my mentor or my 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 boss back then, it would have definitely made things more interesting. But it was up to me as well, isn't it? Like he was so friendly, he was so approachable, but they just did not have a structured mentoring. They didn't have, you know, but I, I should have taken the initiative. And that's where I think a lot of young physios... Do go wrong <laughs> if I if I'm allowed to say so. It's just because we feel that, oh, okay, things are a certain way, so we don't want to change anything. And initiative, I'm not sure if it's confidence, if it's a lack of confidence or just a lack of confidence in or or lack of belief, perhaps, in your own thoughts. Um, but it it basically stops them from communicating what they're actually thinking it stops them from communicating that to their to their boss so this is where the relationship building comes into the picture so it's just about open and honest communication and that's what i mean
0: there's uh... Something else that we spoke about uh, before this episode, Karima, um, but I think it's probably for another episode. Uh, so right. just to just to let our listeners know, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's another really interesting topic which we have, which is around the idea of forming judgments um, of our patients based on the way they present. Um, and I think that would be a a great uh, topic for us to dig into um, on another episode. So just to recap, um, so today we've put a strong case for being aware of the non-clinical aspects of patient care and how these can influence the outcomes you get with your patients. Uh, Garima and I spoke about the uh, relationship between your personal and professional self. Uh, And then the second major thing we spoke about was uh, just the need to be open and honest uh, with your boss or mentor about how your going as a physio, what is um, what things might be a challenge for you, what things are going well. Uh, and as we said, Karima, that's a two-way street. So you need to find a mentor or a boss that's willing to spend that time with you, to nurture you, to help you through um, the difficult patients and not just difficult clinically, but um, as Karima mentioned, sometimes our patients have non-clinical um. Challenges that that we need to try and get across. Yeah. So, Garima, thank you for your time today. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and getting some insight into how being aware of non clinical aspects of care can help our listeners become uh, great physios. As you said, not just good physios, but great physios. Uh, Where can our listeners go to find out more about you and get better physiotherapy?
1: Yeah. So, I will post my Instagram handles, but it's just at Get Better Physiotherapy. We're on Facebook as well. We're very active on Facebook. Um, If you just type in Get Better Physiotherapy Center, I'm sure you'll see us. (laughs) And I do have my personal page on Instagram. It's just at Garima um, Get Better Health.
0: Great. Uh, To our listeners, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you think one of your fellow physios would be interested um, in our podcast, please tell them to search for The Rookie Physio on their favourite podcast app. We love hearing from you. If you have a topic or question you would like me to cover in a future episode, then you can email me. It is nathan at personalbestphysio.com.au. Or just go to our website and you can email us through our contact us page. Don't forget to leave us a review and we'll catch you on our next episode. That's all for this episode. For any content related to this episode, please visit our website, personalbestphysio.com.au. Click on the Our Team tab and then go to Resources for Students. We love your questions. If you want to send one in, then just use the Contact Us page of our website and send us an email. If you like our podcast, please leave us a review, either on our Facebook page or Instagram account at The Rookie Physio Podcast. Thanks for listening and catch you on the next episode.